0: Listeners,
1: welcome back to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host Rob and joined by my good friends Joe and Duff.
0: Hello. Hey, y'all.
1: We are talking about minutes 65 through 68. The segment starts with Forrest getting in line to go on stage and ends with him meeting the Black
2: Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> He's at a party, if you will.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. You know, when we left last time, he was being roped into this thing by, a, like, a woman wearing a uh, colander on her head or uh, something. Pa-
0: Patty Smith is pushing Forrest on stage. <laughs> is she
1: wearing a colander on her head? What um, is she wearing? I, I t-
0: <laughs> this is a, a good question.
1: So we see her, and uh, you know they're all lined up on stage. We see we see a man wearing an American flag shirt, uh, yelling to the crowd. Uh, And the one thing I wanted to say, and I maybe said this last week, I don't remember Duff, but I wish this guy, this other vet that Forrest was talking to, was Tom Cruise from Born on the Fourth of July.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was just all famous. vietnam veterans from movies like the deer hunter guys are oh there. my god yeah
1: the, the vcu
0: yeah uh,
2: okay i'm sorry i blanked on the name you have uh christopher walken's character from the deer hunter as like a force ghost off to the side
0: <laughs>
1: counting to six
0: you have uh uh brando as colonel kurtz <laughs> oh
1: boy yeah god that would be amazing um, but instead we just hit this guy who does remind me a lot of Tom Cruise from Born the Fourth of July. He also uh, reminds
2: me of Homeless Steve Buscemi from whichever Adam Sandler movie he was Homeless Steve Buscemi.
0: Oh yeah.
2: I don't remember <laughs> which one that was. Yeah. Maybe more than one.
0: I mean he cameos in so many that I get mixed up. Can
2: I can I ask a question that you guys are probably gonna tease me about? Uh-huh. But, uh huh. That's okay. <laughs> that, that's always allowed.
1: Uh do you find it Problem, not problematic isn't the right term. Do you find it difficult sometimes that vet is used shorthand for both veteran and veterinarian?
0: It's never been a problem for me <laughs> because usually there's context.
1: <laughs> I just feel like for two things that are two totally different, like they couldn't be farther did you, apart Did you really. take
0: your cat to the VFW again?
1: <laughs> like, you know, when there's school of vet med, I'm like, oh man, they're teaching these... <laughs> <laughs> teaching these war heroes medicine.
0: What, I, if there was a, what if there was a veteran who became a veterinarian? Would your brain just explode? I mean, that
1: that's a vet vet. Yeah. Yeah, do you think there are vet vets? There's got to be vet Statistically,
0: vets. Statistically, I'm sure, yeah.
1: But on the other hand, like, if you've been a vet... Hold on, if you've been a veterinarian for a long time, would you be a vet vet then? A veteran vet? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like... I can't remember... I I can't think of any other abbreviation that are just identical and and that is used so commonly that mean two totally different terms as much as how we we bandy around the term VET for these two different uses.
0: I mean, sure.
2: (laughs) This might be the start of a movement. Yeah. yeah, Actually, I'm only going to... I'm not going to make fun of you, but I am going to insist that you offer a solution to this. Yeah. Because I think every i don't want to say veteran i don't like that word you mean because so you we, we to need say... to differentiate we we can't
0: because veteran is universal like we are veteran podcasters yeah so mm. what, what
2: what can you change their shortened name to then is one of them um, one a, a ran
1: <laughs> uh well okay so uh what if um
2: do we just change the name of veterinarians why don't we call them like combies because they saw combat?
1: <laughs> not all of them dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I so, mean, we right. should. Okay, I'll be honest though. We shouldn't treat them all the same. Once you <laughs> oh, saw, a, once you saw combat, we should. You know, not, they did something. <laughs> you thought versus, you were going like, to cross the line uh,
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> <Why> <laughs> Little did you know. Why do you hate the troops? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying You're that, saying like, like a, you know,
2: uh, what about the what about the the medics who uh treated forrest gump's butt injury they weren't what, vital to the what mission. about
0: what about the band what about the marching <laughs> band
1: i uh, my point is my point is like uh okay here's my point all right duff your dad was a vet is a vet he, <laughs> which guy uh, he
0: he he did not go overseas he is not but he's He is, a vet yes so here okay. i was actually going hold up. on
1: hold on so is my father also a vet is it fair that term can be applied the same to both those men
0: uh whereas your dad was an iwo jima and my dad was a quartermaster in colorado no exactly <laughs> that's
1: my point we should have some way to phrase this to be like listen when it's
2: time to stand, maybe you should just like go so half up. I, I <laughs> is, like the polite, like half get up when you see yeah. someone you know come into a restaurant. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, I may have a solution. So, okay, I think everyone's familiar with both of these, but people are more familiar with uh, VFW, which is veterans of foreign wars. Yes. Um, my dad, and again, like my dad had no real interest in the military which is weird because he was in the military but my dad is a weirdo in himself but <laughs> but for a while it's weird my weird, dad weird got, where you came from my dad got into having us go to the american legion okay so why don't we bring back legionnaires mm, as a that's term. a
1: disease isn't that
2: a legion yeah,
0: we're taking it back like the <laughs> n-word
2: oh Oh, boy (laughs) we're now two out of three men down (laughs) i'm the last one standing
0: i mean legionnaires like it you know it was because the legionnaires got the disease let's let's get on this let's let's reclaim the brand
1: okay so legionnaires uh are for anyone who was in the military
0: i believe so yes okay the okay. Legion. I don't Went to, went that to that a couple door, uh Salisbury steak nights at the Legion. Was not Listen, very
1: good. There's one in there was one in Madison that on Wednesdays have a I think it's like uh, buy one burger, get one free deal or something. And they were <laughs> oh, very good bo- burgers. BOGO?
0: Wow. <laughs> okay. So,
1: um, and I did not get Legionnaire's disease from it.
0: The so the Legion is sorry, America's largest veteran service organization. So the okay, Legion so- is for everyone.
1: So are all vets legions? I believe so. <laughs> are yeah. all legions vets? Legions. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Your I think dad, your dad I think from we've, beyond we've the grave us. is so mad at you right now. <laughs> I think we've mined this as far as we could go on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listeners, if you have any ideas on how we should if we – first off, if we should classify – well, they're um, called combat veterans. I that think is it, true. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, but they don't like you know at the ball game. They don't. They do sometimes.
2: The yeah, I've Rob, heard,
0: are you are you mad that like some veterans, like all the vets, get counted at ball games or whatever? Right, Rob's <laughs> yes.
2: going to become a stolen valor uh, <laughs> uh, obsessive, just well, finding well, flaws God. in people's medals and pictures. Rob's going
0: Rob's just going to go around it's like, hey, you see combat? Sit down, sit down.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just. Gulf saying, War, I don't that think don't count. I think I don't think I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's I don't think I think they're they're slightly different. Both is there, both,
0: is, is there anyone less qualified to say that <laughs> than any of us
2: in this 21st century warfare? Would you say like a, a drone operator in a trailer in Nevada uh, operating a drone in Afghanistan as a combat veteran? Mm. Yes, I would. But I th- I feel like earlier you were saying it's okay so you don't it's am like the, the non-war
1: time, like you know where you like went to boot camp and then like hung out at a base just in case like it's a difference between like
0: jokes on you we're always at war <laughs> it's yeah, a difference so. between
1: like you know if you're a fireman and
2: there's a fire versus if there's not a fire on your shift I thought you were saying like not only that but literally had to be in combat
1: no, I think I think medics and stuff. So you're Rob, stuff
0: Rob says bullet wounds or get the hell out.
2: So it's, <laughs> no. it's a wartime veteran or a peacetime veteran. Yes, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. like Duff said, we're, we'll never be at peace again. So that's true. There
1: okay, I guess we solved that issue. Thanks, America. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so do you guys know Joe? I was curious. if Maybe you did. Do you know who this guy is talking? Abby Hoffman yes i now i i sort of deep dived into abby hoffman but if you have stuff on him Uh, i'll I'll, I'll let you go first i
2: I only know the basics so probably the same as you uh okay so you're always have to you got to put your guard up when you're going to dig into the history of like these 60s activists and then (laughs) what came next because Mm -hmm. i think they go down three tracks they stay cool they uh Die of like an overdose or like a murder suicide or something like that in the seventies, yep. or they uh, become Reagan dudes.
0: I was gonna say option three is think tank. <laughs>
2: From everything I know about him, Abby Hoffman um, is one of the cool ones. Um, but uh, well, we could get into why he what he's most famous for the Chicago yeah. Seven trial, right? Yeah. So there's another person that's part of that that is. The exact opposite, very much not cool. <laughs>
1: okay, so so for, for our listeners, let me let me just sort of like dive in a little bit. So, uh, political activist. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in 1967, he kind of did one of his first like acts of of protest, and he led a bunch of people to the New York uh, Stock Exchange where they threw fistfuls of real and fake dollar bills to the traders below. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. So they have since. They immediately were like, "We're going to put a bunch of bulletproof glass up here, so this can't happen again." But it's uh, <laughs> pretty clever idea. Uh, and then you you have this moment here, which I think technically takes place in so 1967, but I think in the timeline of the movie, it's like 68. Anyways, yeah, it's uh, it, I believe this it's supposed smudged. to be the
0: the uh, the biggest anti-war protest of the Vietnam War era. Yeah, which so would have been what, 67 in yeah, real so life. This-
1: so this is from like Lincoln Memorial to the Pentagon to end the Vietnam War. Uh, I, I found out a little later during this uh, march, uh, as they were walking to the Pentagon, they got met by a bunch of soldiers that were there to stop the protest. And Abby Hoffman said that he was going to levitate the Pentagon by using psychic energy. That's awesome. As Alan Ginsberg led Tibetan chants,
0: <laughs> and part of Ginsberg's, or uh, sorry, part of Hoffman's whole thing was. Uh, theatricality to attract attention and further the cause and whether or not you uh, think that's a valid form of protest he was one of the first really big names to do that in the 60s i believe
1: yeah so he co-founded the yippies which was the youth international party um and then that they were part of as you mentioned earlier joe the 1968 democratic national convention protests, which the chicago eight slash seven right there was eight and then they end up like at being seven they or split something. Bobby Seals until uh, like a different trial.
2: Yeah. Um. So you you were gonna say something about someone else he was involved with during that. Jerry Rubin. He sucks. Okay. So. so you, yeah. They kind of and they were. I think they stayed pretty friendly throughout the whole thing, but Jerry Rubin turned into just like, uh, like you know, spiritual businessman, millionaire <laughs> guy, and uh, yeah, and, he and, sucked. And the Fun fact: Maybe there'll be
1: like a trailer or something by the time this comes out. But in this year, there's going to be a movie about the Chicago Seven, um, by Aaron Sorkin with (laughs) Sacha Baron Cohen as Abby Hoffman. Yeah, that'll be cool.
0: That's a plus. Yeah. So So, a lot of walking and talking.
1: Yeah. So it'll be you know interesting. Uh, A couple more things about Abby, uh, and then Joe, let me know if I'm missing anything at Woodstock. He interrupted the Who's performance <laughs> to yeah. go up and speak on the mic, and allegedly Pete Townsend Pete Townsend did not like that and hit him with his guitar. <laughs>
0: my favorite part uh, of my favorite part of that is later Pete Townsend was like, "Yeah, I didn't know who he was, but I agree with him. But even if I'd have known, I still have done it because it pissed yeah. me off." <laughs> I'm kind
1: of with him on that a little bit. Like, dude, yeah. what are you doing?
2: Well, um, Abby Hoffman said he was just messed up on LSD and didn't know yes. <laughs> kind of didn't know what he's doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Abby Hoffman story doesn't end in a in a very happy way.
2: No.
1: The only other like interesting thing, not interesting, but like a couple entertaining facts is he would later publish a book called Steal This Book. Yep. Which led to a lot of people stealing that book from
0: bookstores.
1: <laughs> and um I'm sure you probably know this stuff, but we mentioned this already once. He was in Born on the Fourth of July.
0: Yeah, he has a he's in the towards the end where uh Tom Cruise is trying to get in the Democratic convention, right? He's mm-hmm.
1: he's himself, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um unfortunately that movie came out after um Abby he- Hoffman had committed suicide. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the sad end. Or was
2: murked by the CIA
1: or that
0: <laughs> i mean they suspect they've said that he was uh bipolar and dealt with depression
2: so
1: that's abby hoffman he's in here just a little bit i had no way i mean i did not know that i didn't know any of that when until i started researching it for this was that like should that have just been common knowledge
0: when i saw this that i should know who that was uh, for our age it's not as uh, it shouldn't be it's not as obvious i don't think it's not like john lennon obvious or something it's,
1: like as a kid, I honest to God, as a kid I probably was like, "Oh, it must be Bob Dylan."
0: Yeah, as I don't think as a kid you would it was inexcusable for not knowing Abby Hoffman.
1: And when I say a kid, I mean like through college, maybe later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I I know the broad strokes of Abby Hoffman. I don't know like I probably know about as much as you from the Wikipedia rehash I gotcha. did today.
1: Um so I do want to say one thing about this movie here. This The special effects, this is another example of, like, Forrest Gump and Zemeckis nailing the effects in a movie. Like, this, This like, the reflecting pool and this huge crowd and all that stuff. Like, they didn't... I mean, they they and had a, people, but they didn't fill a, the whole thing out. Well, it's
0: a composite shot, isn't it? Like, some of the yeah, background people are CG. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's cg I think they... I think if I I remember correctly is they had, like, a large group of people and then they just kept moving them down. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, so, but I mean, again, like, it's, you know, all those people weren't there at once, so it's some type of effects wizardry. I think it looks good, though. I think it looks good. I, you know, I wasn't even, I mean, I guess I was looking to see if there were weird spots, but I didn't think so. I do have a bone to pick with this sequence, though. Okay. And this this is kind of the overarching bone to pick with Forrest Gump as a movie. Yes, I think and, I know where you're going to get to. And I, in fairness, like this is an argument that I also heard on the, the Unspooled podcast talking about this. We've talked about how this is a movie about history that has absolutely nothing to say about history. Mm-hmm. And this is the one scene where maybe there could have been like some type of grand statement or it's like, oh, let's see. What is you know, what'd Forrest learn or what is Forrest, What does Forrest think about what,
1: watching his like lieutenant lose his legs yeah, and his best his friend best, die? His
0: best friend gets killed and is like, I wanna go home and Lieutenant Dan is a wreck and like number one, it's just you know, they pull the mic out just for a gag that isn't even that good. Yeah, I,
2: I love how she pulls that cop's nightstick out or whatever and yeah, I'm just thinking like if, it, like if you really did yeah. that.
0: Yeah, but <laughs>
2: well, she's got a colander on her head. <laughs> it's it's. I looked that up. It's just a hard hat, dude. I think it's a colander.
1: It does look <laughs> weird. You flip it around, you can drain some pasta in there. <laughs> <All
2: right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just again, just if you watch this movie, if like you watch this movie with no other context of Vietnam, you'd be like, oh, was that a? I don't know if that war was good or not.
2: Yeah. yeah and then and then like they literally turn his microphone off it, it joke takes does this, not work no and it yeah and it takes up you know this powerful like moment in our history about what you know one of our great turning points in terms of our sort of national reputation and sort of faith in ourselves and then it just gets this sort of this insanely melodramatic reunion scene that yeah. makes uh, yeah, that 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 takes the story of this incredible protest of this war, and then by the end of it, it's like, oh, isn't this sweet? Everyone's clapping together for this couple reuniting.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, a couple things on that. I... I... Okay. Historical context aside, which is a huge, like...
0: You got your, you your meat cute on, didn't you?
1: Well, no, I just... Me- yeah, kind of. Like, if... <laughs> like, I... I I, Re- reunion I, like, cute I guess I kind of like this little sequence I always did but like you have to do it with the elephant in the room of like let's just ignore the whole like the non-political ramifications all, of everything that all
0: these young people who don't want to go to war or have been to war and are horribly maimed and disfigured they're like yeah random hippie and service dude yeah I mean maybe,
2: maybe she's an undercover FBI agent Okay, all right. <laughs> and, like, because why, why doesn't she run out sooner? Like, everyone knows what Forrest Gump sounds like. But <laughs> she couldn't hear him. Well, because, but then she only she runs out after. She heard the first after. part. Yeah, that's true. Do
1: you guys know yeah. what he actually said?
0: I remember looking it up, and it's just nonsense. Like, it, it's...
1: So Tom Hanks claims what he actually says, or what Forrest says here is, sometimes when people go to Vietnam, they go home to their mamas without any legs. Sometimes they don't go home at all. That's a bad thing. That's all I have to say about that. Which, like, that would have been better than unplugging the <laughs> the audio.
2: It, well, and it—I mean, actually, it sums up—it sums up, it sums I, up I, his it experience, sums up war, war and war, pretty, like anti-war sentiment, pretty well. People die doing it. Like, isn't that yep. enough? Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I actually think that would have been fine. And like I said, I agree. It would with you have guys. been the, it would have been a hell of a lot better. <laughs> the gag isn't worth it. That's the other thing is the the gag is not funny. Y- you know what I mean? Like it doesn't it doesn't need to exist in here. It's not funny enough to to not to like be so apolitical. This is like I agree. This is the one time you could be like, hey guys, this was bad. Yeah. Um, so
2: what, what I? Why I think she might be an FBI undercover agent. I like this idea. Is so, yes, she did hear his voice. I mean, I, I'm sure she could not see him well. Just I, probably, I can buy not being able to tell that it's him. But as soon as you hear his voice, no one else in this movie talks like him. And, uh, yeah. you know, even people, it's not its just his accent. It's just the way he talks. But she doesn't actually run out until Ivy Hoffman brings them together. And there's this sort of moment of solidarity and understanding in the crowd. And then she runs out to distract everybody. And mm. under and undermines this whole like moment, and that. Well, this gets into um, a, well, no, it gets the end of this minute too. Then she goes, she immediately goes to a Black Panther party.
0: Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's something to this now because I <laughs> love this theory.
2: Yeah, so, so you're she was sh- there. Now I I'm gonna have to carry over my theory into the next minute, and I'm not. I'm uncomfortable about some of the things I'm gonna have to say. <laughs> But well, I'm i mean, but, have to but say But think
1: him. about it. I kind of like this idea, right? So she's – you know, it could have happened. It, she might not have – like, she might have been around. They were tracking force movement. <laughs> and then yeah. he comes up there, and they're like, oh, my God, we need to do something. And they're just, like, push her out to, like, you got to do something. And got to like, shut him up. Because the last time she saw him was when he, like, went and saw her at her, her nudie guitar thing. And then she, like, was just like, well <laughs> – this random guy is going to take... Yeah. This random truck seems like a good place to go. Good luck in war and takes off. Yep. So, and as we see,
2: she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, we literally right before this, at the beginning of the scene, see the state uh, sabotaging the microphones and stuff. The movie's showing us in, right in plain sight what's going on here. Mm, so maybe this movie is more political than we were giving you credit.
0: Curiouser and curiouser. Huh. <laughs> well we'll
2: we'll dig into the black panther party stuff mostly next next week so we can we can see how well that uh that piece of the puzzle fits with this one
1: so well i mean let's yeah let's let's end this this minute on that i mean this segment but duff we gotta have some musical cues here right yeah, yeah. i
0: was gonna say we can talk about uh hey joe this episode hey joe uh, where are you
2: going yeah i don't know <laughs> uh it's yeah,
0: not so even like
2: that big of a like it just remain it's I think that the whole thing's dead now with the younger generations, but like for a good uh two and a half to three decades of my life, it's one of the first things maybe one out of ten people who met me would do. Oh, Hey Joe.
1: Maybe where they're, they're
2: just saying the hey. <laughs> no, where you know they <laughs> followed up it's it's uh strange how heard
0: heard you shot your old lady. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's hear about Hey Joe
0: uh so first of all this is one of the rare instances in the movie where we have a black artist uh we have Jimi hendrix with hey joe uh, Mm -hmm. because we have the black panthers Um, so hey joe is a song that is kind of controversial in where it came from like various people have claimed ownership or copyright but it was then kind of became like a garage rock song it was done by the Surfaris, the band that did Wipeout. It was done by uh a pre-birds uh uh David Crosby. Um and then in nineteen sixty-six, I believe, there's kind of a folky guy named uh Tim Rose, and he made into a blues song and he claimed that he was the originator of it or that it was kind of like a folk song. Okay. And then Hendrix heard his version and that's the version that most people know uh, it was released uh, May 1st, 1967 uh, from Are You Experienced? And I didn't realize that there are like four different original track pressings for Are You Experienced? It was kind of like the Beatles, how depending on if you're in England or the U.S., oh, you got a okay, different sure. version. So I believe that in the U.K., some versions of that album didn't even have this, but the U.S. Uh, version did. So in the UK it was like a standalone single. But uh oddly it did not chart in the US. It reached number six in the UK. Uh and it was uh also, notably, the final song performed at Woodstock. Mm. Um Joe Mayfield Which which Woodstock? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Limp Biscuit covered Yeah, it. the one the one with the one with the porta potty fires. <laughs> Oh. Uh so Joe may feel differently, but this is a song that even though I've heard it a zillion times, owns. Good song. Mm-hmm. Can I come in with a take? Yes, please. I'm
1: ready for a take, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Meh. Oh god. <laughs> and
0: that's just <laughs> I mean I, that's I a take. I
1: like I don't doubt his I don't doubt his like ability as a guitarist, but yeah. like that doesn't get very far from me.
2: Yeah. Like, well, I'm, like, a lot oh, of cool. his songs bore me. I'm not really into so,
0: it. So uh, I this take is not as fiery nor do i disagree with it as much as i thought uh uh psychedelic music in general nah. nah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah okay we're
1: midnight boys disapproved
0: it's it's not a disapproval <laughs> because there's some Yeah, it's, it's okay there there's yeah, some good there's some jimmy hendrix bangers fire foxy lady mm-hmm. um i don't need to hear purple haze ever again in my life but yeah. But yeah, like every once in a while, I'll try to listen to a Jimi Hendrix album. And I'm like, I'm, I need to be very high for this. <laughs> Which is also the story with like Jefferson Airplane and a lot of, a lot of bands we've covered.
1: Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, are there any other songs on this segment?
0: Uh, I do not believe so. Okay, I, think I know. We're, we're going to get to, there's two songs in the next segment. Okay
1: uh joe do you have anything else or duff on this segment
2: i don't think so yeah i think we covered all the, our bases there
0: you know who was a combat uh, actually not sure if he is combat veteran but you know who's a veteran jimmy hendrix
1: oh he's a legionnaire
0: he was uh i believe he was a paratrooper mm. oh
1: i did not know that um well uh, yeah this segment ends with the one thing we don't mention is before he goes to the uh the black panther party uh, f- we have like the scene of like Forrest and Jenny like walking through the like hippie shanty town, or, or like mm. I guess it's not a shanty town; it's just <laughs> them, they're hanging out. There some people from out of town came to protest Rob. All <laughs> <laughs> well, the hotels must have been booked. No Airbnbs. Yeah.
2: Um, well, they're, listeners, they're
0: gonna they're gonna do some glamping.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were they were so unsatisfied with the room of the Four Seasons they said they'd rather sleep outside. Yeah, this footage actually here people don't talk about it as much. It's kind of an underrated
1: thing about Forrest Gump. This is the first KOA campground right here,
0: <laughs> campground <laughs> of America, baby. <laughs>
1: with the um, I did hold I did on.
0: Okay, that. so we got, got KOA. Like what? If you just I don't know what
2: a, that I don't know what you're talking about. A KOA. You don't travel and um, via oh, car enough then, yeah. Joe.
0: Koa is America's worst campground franchise. <laughs> I, it I, is. It is. I barely it is, ever went camping when I was a kid. It is. Let. It's litera- not camping. It's like. It is concrete slabs with an occasional tree. Yeah. It is camp- oh, it's Oh,
2: like this, is like something you'd see in, um, it, you like an know, Alexander like, can- Payne movie. You know,
0: like it's camp- like a
1: yellow sign. It's a yellow sign that says Koa. Now that I mention it, anyone who's driving around, you'll see them everywhere
0: and like i just never noticed it that. it's basically like the campgrounds at casinos <laughs> like yeah and you know and here's all you need to know about koa and i'm pretty sure they still do this they have extreme amounts of tie-ins with the family circus like that is their brand
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay hmm. i did not know that um yeah koa how do I, you said- how do you
0: remember the koa about family circus it's uh
1: God. I I just remember sometimes like we would stay we had a we had like a camper and sometimes we would like drive out west and stay at KOA's on the way. And and honest to God, as a kid, like I thought it was pretty great. Um but now I'm like, oh
0: boy. I mean Yeah, I, I did too, but kids are dumb. <laughs>
1: and they had a pool. That was what you normally oh, saw so a lot of like, KOAs would have a you, pool.
0: Also like usually there'll be like a you know, like a uh check in place that has video games or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean it served its purpose, God, but, yeah, they're still that around. That, um, that
0: and uh Yogi Bear Jellystone Park or whatever they are. Yes,
1: that's the other one. Uh, well, listeners, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Gump Minute. You can go join our Facebook group and tell us about your confusion between vets and vets at <laughs> ForrestGumpMinute.com slash chocolates. You can write a review on iTunes. No, on Apple <laughs> Podcasts. Uh, or give us a rating or whatever
0: <laughs> some sort of listen i'm ready for validation just, just i
1: know send some a, some send a, a carrier
2: pigeon to rob's house with a compliment
0: just start <laughs> do a four square check in you can be the mayor of this podcast
2: <laughs> we, we are now a pokemon go gym
1: uh, yeah, go, to, there we go. go to yelp and when you review the local koa <laughs> uh, name drop our podcast uh, what, are, and, what is going? Uh, why
2: are you so sad? Why why do you need validation? I always need validation. You've
1: it's been my only, friend
0: for only a long child. time,
2: Joe. I'm always ready for validation. He's like okay.
0: he's like the sad Hulk.
2: You seemed yep. particularly thirsty today.
0: That's I'm a,
1: like code that's ready to be published to production.
0: Oh my god!
1: What? <laughs> That's a developer joke for you developers. <laughs> Should we oh. close developers, the episode? Developers, Should, developers, yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold, yeah. Let's let's
2: close it with a Let's close it with the chant. Developers, developers, developers. Developers. Developers, developers, developers. developers, 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 developers. <laughs> developers, developers.
0: <laughs> Happy the days while amending the mess. Till once more they ride high out to see